Uh, yo, what's up guys? My name's Michael. Um, I'm just leaving a friendly message to say that I'm really liking this podcast so far. I think both you, uh, Christian and Vic, are doing a great job kind of bringing people in, giving the background on their lives, asking them questions about the future. Uh, and then you guys have the ability to kind of just branch out and talk about any any topic. Um, it's really enjoyable. I really like that last segment with um, Billy, the whole segment on friends and trust uh, and finding your passion. That was really good. It was really uh, inspirational. I just left the gym and I'm fe- I'm thinking I might want to go back. <laughs> uh, but no, overall, you guys are doing fucking great. You guys are killing it. Um, yeah, good shit. Hey everyone, uh, before we start episode 5 of So What Now, um, I'd like to give a very nice shout out to Tyra and Joe. Um, they just celebrated their 4 year anniversary and they got some very cute tattoos, so shout out to the homies, shout out to LaFrance Equipment. Um, but for episode 5, I have my best friend, my boy from 6th grade, um, Alex Cruz. Uh, we go back all the way to South Florence East Middle School. Um, I don't know. He's my brother. My brother from another mother. Uh, my boy, Alex Cruz. How you doing, bro? Hey, man. I'm doing great. How about hey. you guys? Living the dream, my man. It's great. Yeah. It's great to hear you, man. It's been too long. Yeah, it's been a fucking while. Hell yeah. But I think... Yeah. What was that? I said we all got to hang out soon. I know, I know. I still think that's a good thing, though, that we haven't lost touch, you know. Even if we do go yeah. for a little bit and we, we don't see each other, you know, we still always have our phones. We have the group chat. And, you know, the yeah. boys always got to stay connected because, you know, we've been knowing each other for too long. Yeah, too much history right there. Yeah, too much history. You know, we have uh, too many fights, but too much love at the same time. <laughs> I think I think there's more good times than fights, though, I'll tell you that. Oh, of course, of course. Can't deny that part. Um, So usually, um, uh, I'll just ask you a quick random first question. So um, um, let's see. What have you been doing lately? I don't know. Surprise me. I I don't know. I don't think I have too many surprises, but I've been working. I uh, drive a forklift, and I've been, like, uh, I switched to overnights now, so I'm doing, like, uh, 12 to 8 in the morning. Wow. Um, the shift change? Yeah, before I was doing 6 in the morning to like 2 in the afternoon, which was all right, and Monday through Friday, which was, the, the schedule was great and everything, but um, I did that for three years, and it was, I, I don't know, I felt like I was doing like a Groundhog Day every day. It was the same shit, different day, basically. Oh, and I know. I just needed that change. And so I'm, I'm still driving the forklift and everything, but the overnight, um, change has been pretty great so far oh good so you actually don't mind the overnights oh, i actually love it like i'm a night person no matter what <laughs> yeah that's good because i mean night owl you know you can just pop in your headphones listen to some nice podcasts you know yeah, i do music all day yeah speaking of podcasts so how's your new uh, podcast going on um we're just getting it up and going you know we're just trying to figure our chemistry out with the, with the episodes and stuff um but I think we got a, a good plan going forward, and I think it will get better um, just by keep doing more episodes and stuff. 
Yeah, and I really enjoy your podcast because you guys really do it in an organized fashion. You think so? Yeah. Sporadic. Yeah, I think it's sporadically organized, if that makes sense. Because, you know, you go kind of in an order and you start in one end and then you end it in another way. And I don't know, I just, I've, I've really been enjoying it. We uh we kind of have a not a very very loose outline. We kind of like go over what we, what we might talk about and then let it happen throughout the the episode, basically. Um, yeah, I love your podcast too. They're, they're very insightful. Oh, much love. <laughs> no, I know uh, both our podcasts. Hopefully, one time we can mix both. Oh, women, yeah. You know, you get that. Uh, Collab going. Yeah, that'd be dope. Um, so we have, we had when we have David like two episodes ago. So yeah, yeah, um, episode three. Yeah. Um, so Alex over here is actually David's co-host. They're both running the podcast. Just how me and Victor are running. So what now? Make sure to check them out, Making Good Spaghetti. They're on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts. I have no other other idea what type of other platform you guys are on right now. We're reaching out there. We're spreading that web. Oh, okay. Yeah. Excellent. Anchor is actually a really good like, starter. Like, to get started with your podcast and stuff to help you like branch out and everything, which is pretty good. So. Yeah, did you know Spotify bought Anchor? I kind of read about it a few months ago, but I didn't really, I didn't really like take it into like my mind basically until you guys started. And I was like, huh. And I looked into it more and David was telling me when he was on the podcast and I was like, oh shit, damn, fuck it. Cause we were, we were talking about it for at least a year, like starting a podcast, but we were like, we kind of started with the branding beforehand. You know what I mean? Like trying to get everything set up and I kind of took some time. But then when we saw you guys started up so fast, I was like, shit, fuck it. Let's just go. Let's do it. I was buying, I was buying like little equipment here and there to start it up, like with my computer. But I think I just do it to my phone to start off and then build up after that, which um, pretty good, I think. Yeah, I think all we really did was take the leap of faith because we had been talking about it since like, God, no, I don't even know, probably since like really talking about it since like February, but we didn't really have the time to actually establish ourselves to actually like be together because we were away in school. He was at yeah. Plymouth. I was down at Merrimack and we were both finishing up our last year in our final semester. So we were just trying to finish out strong, you know, and then I found out about this app through my brother, Lewis, and he tells me, he's like, yeah, man, you could probably have guests on and, you know, do a co-host. And I'm like, wait a minute, right from your phone. He's like, yeah. So I looked into it kind of like how you did Alex. And, um, we just went for it. I mean, you got to have a starting point somewhere. I mean, mm-hmm. hopefully we'll yeah. end up having our own and I mean, I space. Think... You know, that's the eventual goal. But really, we're just having fun with it. I think that's the most important part because if you ever lose fun with it, then there's no point in doing it. Yeah, I, I feel like. Yeah, I think it's good. It's good for the laughs, too, because I know one of the first podcasts I listened to was Call Her Daddy. Shout out to Sophia and Alex. Hilarious, you know, hilarious podcast. But also, too, I know one of my friends from uh, Plymouth. His name's Riley. Um, he has the Plunge podcast on um, Apple Podcasts. And I, I don't know, just being able to talk and just... You really get to experience 
talk, yourself. have different discussions on different topics. Mm. Yeah, and express yourself. Yeah, I just think it's dope. The concept of podcasts is I've, not. I've practiced the podcast since I was a freshman in high school. I would say, and it's just—I don't know—it's just a very good way to get into just like that the being of somebody. You know what I mean? Like you understand someone when you hear them talk for however long they're talking for. You kind of get it a sense of who they are basically and what they kind of stand for. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause a lot of podcasts you can relate to. Them, and, you know? and they're like on topics you can choose that like things that you like. There's so many like niche, like um, little holes for podcasting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause there's like really serious ones. There's funny ones. There's, there's some for families. Mm-hmm. There's not safe for work podcasts. Yeah. You know, it's very broad. I think I that's ours. why, um, <laughs> yeah, ours can be not safe for work sometimes, but um, for the most part, we, we just kind of flow in, and that's why I think, you know, I like our podcast so far, and I also like yours too, Alex, a lot, mainly because these are the types of conversations we used to have over the Xbox, and so every single time I thought to myself, I'm just like, Hold on. We should really be recording this. This is like great content. For years too. That that thought has always been there. You know it is. You know what I mean? Like you're like, why haven't I done this for like forever? At least that's in my case. I feel like I should have been doing this forever. You know what I mean? Yeah, me and uh when David was talking on it on the show um like two episodes ago, he goes and says, um, Oh, I think I said, Yeah, yeah I said something about we didn't know the technology because we were so young. When we, uh, when especially the 360 was getting like so big, like with Phase and all those little um, gaming groups who were streaming slash having a commentary, we like, uh, how do you fucking do that? We're only like 14, 15 years old. Can you imagine if we were able to do that back then, where we like be now? The conversations we probably have would be very <laughs> interesting. so yeah that would bring me back to like um to a time where like i don't know alex i don't know how you feel about this but this would be like revolving around my first question it goes along the lines of if you were to go back okay during those times we were all playing do you think it would have been different if we were older like we were 20 to 25 years old um, I, I think so because we're all pretty like like savvy and you know we, we kind of like when we see things that we like we like we get into them and we we like absorb it basically and if we were able to do that back then and get into all that shit like we you know you never know what we, we could have done but I mean you can't dwell on it either you can just apply it to what you can do now you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah and I mean too because our friend bases are so much bigger you know we we know a lot more we're more mature. So I think, you know, if, if we actually would have had the thought, it probably would have been something really good. Mm. But you can't look back. You, know? you can always look back and just be happy or like whatever. You can look back and just accept that was your, your past and then just, I would say, apply it for so you don't repeat history. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If that was the case. Yeah. Um, so really, Alex. So, what are the uh, tell us a little bit in depth about 
Oh, my God, I can't even speak right now. Tell us a little bit in depth about, you know, like your hobbies and um, what do you really like to enjoy other than like, you know, I know your main little thing about um, about your podcast is like gaming. Mm-hmm. So what other hobbies do you really enjoy to like, you know, apply yourself, especially in your free time? I would say I definitely dive into music pretty heavily. Um, I, I I follow it like super heavily and we like lately me and david went to like a concert in, in december and then again in march we went again and uh i don't know i've just been getting super heavy into music the past couple of years and like almost resetting myself as a person because i was kind of going down a weird weird path back then and um i just felt like i needed to hit the reset once i realized what was what i was doing up until that point i just didn't like where i was going and uh I kind of went away, you know what I mean? Like, I had to go back and pretty much break down everything and start over from from a personal standpoint, basically. Yeah, I think there's nothing wrong with that, um, especially at an emotional mm-hmm. standpoint as well, not just personally. Um, a lot of people tend to think that um, once they hit the restart button, they think they're going to lose everything that they just had. And it's just a common myth, you know, Everyone has their own situation. No one has their own similar situation. You'll find similarities here and there as to what other individuals went through. But um, there's really no situations like yours, you know? Yeah. You can only apply it to yourself, basically. You can, like, look at other people and, like, maybe you can add little things into your own situation to help out. But in the end, you have to find your own path and on your way out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we actually just had talked about that on our last podcast, kind of just, you know, being able to, to step back for a second and just really process what you need in order to better yourself. Oh, no, that we just talked about that in our last episode, too, about kind of like the mental health mm-hmm. part of our lives that, you know, we never growing up, we never really had the discussion about, you know, mental health, what it is to really what's stress, you know, what's depression. And I think being able to to step back kind of like how you did and really analyze like, okay, I'm not in a happy spot right now, but I know I can do better and I want to do better. And that really, that set you off. And now you're doing, you're on a better path. I am on a better path, but this path is like full of just like some of the hardest fucking mental like times that I've gone through. Like this past winter, was like I was crazy depressed you know what I mean like I was at the point where like I would fucking call out of work like three times a week almost two times a week sometimes just because I could I physically couldn't get out of bed in the morning I was just sitting at the edge of my bed and just put my hands in my uh in my head and just didn't know what to do you know what I, mean? I couldn't I couldn't even I couldn't function and honestly the help of uh, like weed has like calmed me down and like like helped me see clearly almost because my mind gets clouded so often and that's what I mean by me trying to set myself straight because I get in these cycles where it's just a cycle of self-hatred and it it just leads into way more than that you know what I mean never goes like like self-harm and everything but the 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 mental game is just so strong with me it's just fucking it fucks me up a lot yeah I mean, it is good, though, that, that now you're able to have new outlets that, you know, you're able to, to not necessarily express yourself, but you're able to 
to step back from what you're thinking and have somewhere where you can take that energy and use it positively. Like, you know, you, you just started your podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Sorry, we just had some technical difficulties there. Uh, we still have Alex, our guest over here. We were just interrupted by an illustrious conversation about mental health. And Alex and Victor were just going to get right back into it. So where do you want to pick up? Uh, don't remember Don't remember exactly where, but I think uh, what we were talking about was just really the part of mental health and where, you know, sometimes talking about it, when you talk about something to yourself, you know, you you make it worse than what it actually is. Mm-hmm. But if you're able to, to have someone there that you can talk to and, you know, you can kind of run through what you're going through, um, sometimes that's better because that person can really analyze it for you and really talk you out of that bad place and really I'll give you a different perspective. Uh, I don't really know. Yeah, a different perspective. Because mm. I think what we were talking about before when, when we weren't live is kind of like, how I'm not sure how you said it, Alex, but how you we kind of make it worse than what's what's actually happening to us. Well, because you dwell on it, you, it's the only thing you hear yeah. basically, because it's your your own thoughts. So it's all you hear all day is your, whatever it is it's telling you, and then you might react on it without even actually knowing if it's the right thing to do. You know what I mean? Because it's the only thing you know, but you don't know if it's what yeah. you would do if you actually had a different perspective on it. I think. Mhm. Yes, for sure. Damn, that was awesome. But now we're actually going to get into a much lighter note yeah. right now. <laughs> kind of keep it flowing. <laughs> I can um, go dark. So <laughs> No, especially the darkness of about the the horror movies that you had on your last or the last episode of your mm-hmm. podcast. That was really cool that whole concept of your top 5 favorite horror movies. So be sure to check that check that out, you guys. Um, so, Alex, do you think the repetition of just movies in general, not just horror movies, is that? Do you think that's an issue, or just you see like content creators such as producers and directors resonating horror movies with this time? Because I always think that um, you know Jordan Peele with Us and Get Out, he's resonating to his time. To the horror flicks just like a nightmare in elm street or you know west craven always just like depicted what was going on in that time mm-hmm. culturally i feel like now especially more than it was like in the mid 2000s um there's way more variety and like co- like the things that the people are making because back then i, f- I like between 2005 and 2010 or so there was just i felt like it was just a, a rehash of the same type of movie um like same type of horror movie and stuff are we talking about like horror movie in general or just movies in general yeah, horror movies. Oh, yeah. And I see it a lot with movies yeah. as well. Just like repeating the same exact concept over but and over I feel over like again. horror movies right now is like on an upswing of like creativity and shit. Because like you had um, It Follows in like 2014. You had The Conjuring, um, even Insidious, and um, even Hereditary. I haven't seen it, but I saw like um, half of it so far. I fell asleep. But um, like they're all just so... I don't know, you can tell they put so much care into it. It's not like the machine pumping them out, like, oh, we need a fucking horror movie this year, so let's just throw throw one out there, fucking slash movie number five, you know what I mean? 
you got like these these really cool like stories with this like uh somewhat of a lore behind them and they get like cult followings i feel like online especially i think it's pretty cool and i feel the same exact way with all the um the content uh content creators wow i can't speak for my life <laughs> in this podcast this content creators of netflix you see a lot with the sci-fi with stranger things mm-hmm. um uh, just sci-fi has just been booming, yeah, you see especially in the Blade. Netflix streaming service. The last one, that twenty. Have you what seen Blade Runner twenty forty nine? No, I haven't. Damn. That right there is like the epitome of like sci-fi series because even the original it holds up today from the eighties um, with Harrison Ford. But the new one, twenty forty nine, is amazing. Like the visuals and um, they're pretty incredible. I think. That's also another topic to discuss as well. Uh, the overall production side and um, creativity from special effects. I just feel like everything's behind a green screen now because you just you could just use it because of, they use um, basically. I'd, I'd say. Yeah, and I think it's pretty cool because the graphics and just the designing, the technology is just advancing so rapidly, and we didn't even think that we'd be able to see like you know. Last time I was in the movies, I saw something in real 3D. Like, that was the coolest thing mm. I ever thought, like, was even imaginable. Say? Like, it feels like it's right in front of me. Um, oh, God, it was... I meant to say the first movie oh. I saw in real 3D, not <laughs> most like, recently. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I saw The Hobbit. I saw The Hobbit for the, fir- uh, the first time I've ever seen a movie in real 3D. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was really, the really Hobbit. cool. They were, like, right in front of me. Like, <laughs> I know it was years ago, but... That was, it like, I can only really imagine how movies are now in real 3D. I haven't even seen one ever since. I don't yeah, I mean, they give me headaches. Like, kind of, I like them, but I don't know if I like the headaches less. <laughs> yeah, I think I'd just rather prefer the regular instead of the 3D. I mean, they're really cool, but my eyes can't I mean, take that. I like the IMAX. I like seeing IMAX movies. Oh, IMAX? Oh, I love IMAX movies. That shit is yeah. loud, man. <laughs> That's my only thing about IMAX. And um, Reading, I think it is. They have uh, like a 60-foot screen and like the rocker chairs that fucking shake when... Ooh. Oh, I got it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Wow. That movie must have been insane with like us. Mm. I saw... Um, the last movie I saw there was Batman versus Superman. And that movie had like a lot of fucking bass in it. So the, the seats were shaking like crazy. Yeah. You know, speaking of movies, can we talk about how expensive tickets are? Yeah. And popcorn and, and drinks. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, you can literally spend $100 one night. <laughs> Luckily, to watch free, a movie. If you have the uh, um, the $15 a year like plan or whatever, you can... Um, I don't know if it's just for that specifically, but on Tuesdays, they have like cheaper tickets, basically. Hmm. So, like, I don't know if they're half off, but they're a pretty good discounted price. So, me and um, Delaney, my girlfriend, we go, like, occasionally on Tuesday mornings when I get out of work to go see, like, a movie and stuff. It's cheaper. Oh, that. that's dope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And nobody's there, too. So, it could be, like, a brand new movie, but you go on a Tuesday at, like, fucking 9 in the morning. No one's going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> you see, now that's good. I think... 
you know, before, remember when we used to have Showcase? Mm-hmm. Oh. They had the Cheap Tuesdays, but now, obviously, AMC has that now with the $5 um, AMC pass uh, every month. Yeah. Uh, the rewards, whatever it's called. I forget the actual name. But, yeah, I mean, I just think that they need to bring that whole flavor back because more and more people will go to the movies. Even so, like, people still go to the movies. You're seeing you know, record numbers such as Endgame or whenever just something crazy comes out, like a new superhero movie just comes mm. out, you see a new record broken. And honestly, it just doesn't surprise me anymore because, one, there's more people in the world to watch it now. There's more and more countries throughout the world that can have access to these I think right. as opposed to before. I get, Yeah, I see what you mean. I think for me right now, though, seeing a horror movie get to those numbers is pretty crazy. For for right now, at least. Because you don't really see horror movies yeah. making close to, like, a billion dollars. Like, it did It almost made a billion dollars, I think, um, in the box office, which is pretty crazy for a horror movie. Like, yeah, that was a great yeah, movie. It, oh that was God, a great the movie. second one looks amazing. I can't wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking... Yeah, no, that trailer oh, actually, yeah. like, scared me a lot. Gave me a little goosebumps. And now, like, I know you you probably went in depth. I don't remember. But the sounds is what always creeped me out in horror movies. It's that eager of suspense, but it's the music they put. Mm. Sometimes. That always used to always used to get me. It's not more or less the pop-up scares. It's what leads up the to the pop-up space, scares right? that scares me. Yeah. I, yeah, I like that, too. I, um, it depends, though. They have to pick, like, really good music for the lead up not some crappy generic fucking horror movie sound but um I, I like it when it's like quiet and then you're like the camera's like panning around the room or whatever and then some fucking crazy shit happens that's what i like i like the the suspense the build-up of it um but a lot of times the music will kind of take me out of the thing if it's kind of shitty <laughs> yeah no i hear you um I know you don't watch Game of Thrones, right? I watched the first season, but nah, I was going to wait until probably now, until it's over. (laughs) Until it's over, yeah. So Vic and I watched the, um, it's called A Long Night. It's one of the episodes. It's actually the longest battle in, like, uh, cinema history. So it, like, took, like, X amount of days to to, to record. Yeah, it literally was. It was, like, the Battle of Helm's Deep from Lord of the Rings to Two Towers. But it was just on steroids. It was just constant fighting for like an hour and like 10 Damn. minutes. And towards the like end, the they had off. this little. <laughs> you know what? That's actually a great comparison. I, I haven't thought about that yet. But yeah, they just had this buildup of this piano. It was just going. It would just make this weird sound. You just didn't know what was going to happen. Mind you, it's not a horror like tv show at all it's fantasy mm-hmm. but it was just like that whole lead up that was just kind of crazy I, to me yeah i, I definitely like lead ups to anything that i'm enjoying i it's it's like a bread and butter for me I, i'm like i'm in once i see that shit, like a lead up type of thing i'm like all right i'm in i'll sit down i'll see what happens oh yeah so, and yeah. i always i always tell myself okay i'm not i'm not gonna jump i'm not gonna get scared but you know i always end up jumping up my seat <laughs> But those are the best parts, though, when they do yeah, them right. That's what you go there for, you know what I mean? Like, you're there to get scared, I, I feel like. Heck, yeah. I remember, I don't know what scene, but it was in The Conjuring. 
and they caught me so off guard. And I was just oh, like, the one that was the, amazing. When the woman was on top of like the dresser. Yep. The, yep. Oh, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> I was just like, what? I did not see it coming. Oh, dude, that shit. Or when she was like floating above the girl in the bed. Oh, and like I when she opened I'm her gonna... eyes and yep. she like floated over her face. I was like, nah, yo, that shit right there got me. <laughs> I'm going to have to rewatch that tonight. I'm probably going to jump still. Did you watch the second one? The second one's pretty good too. Yeah, I I don't know if I watched the second one. I don't remember. It's in the UK. It takes place in the UK. They're like in a small like um townhouse or whatever. Oh yeah, I did. I did. That one was actually really good too. Surprise yeah, surprisingly you don't think yeah. like um sequels would be like good or whatever or on par, but that one uh was pretty good, I think. Even in the yeah, I think- sequels too. Yeah. And I remember, too, because it was just so so scary because it's, like, the family part. And, like, you have the little kids. And, oh, yep, yeah, I remember it. Yeah. Number two is great. Um, do you guys watch, like, a, hard, a lot of horror movies? I personally don't. I'm more of a, of a chick flick. Type. I'm, yeah. I'm a chick flick type of dude. I'm more of, like, a comedy horror. Yeah, comedy. Actor. Yeah. But me and Delaney. I've been getting into more and more. Oh, really? Like, yeah, I've been getting into it a lot, actually. Um, ever since, you know, my personal favorite always stems back to any Wes Craven one. Just Scream, Nightmare on Elm Street. Like Those are always my favorite. Oh, I love slashers, man. It's just... The reason why I like slashers is because it could be real. I get that, yeah. That's, I love the, so, the, so it's real. That could be real, I mean. Yeah, yeah. And I like those stories. That's why I like The Conjuring so much. It um, it was based on true events. So anything that has something to do with, like, it could be real or based on true events, it gets me a little bit. Mm. Uh, my favorite, I think my probably my favorite horror movie is uh, The Strangers. And have you ever seen that movie? No, that movie's messed oh up. Man. Have you seen it, Victor? Oh, nope, I have not. That right there is, like, if I ever gave you a recommendation to watch a movie, like a horror movie or whatever, that would be it. Like, oh, my God. Me and David just watched it again. Well, I don't think David watched it, so we watched it um, the other day. And, yeah, man, even now, even after watching, like, five, six times, I still love it. Like, the tension that they build. Like, the characters, like, stalk around the the background of the screen. So you can either see them or you won't, but... um, you're right there with the character, basically, like the main character. You're there. You don't know if they're there or not until you see them. There's a lot of that stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll watch it for yeah, sure. Yeah, even the second one, I thought it was pretty good too. It had one of my favorite, like, um, like horror movie scenes in it. It wasn't even like scary at all, but it was really like cool visuals and music and stuff in the second movie. <laughs> and even movies like A Quiet Place. Or even that movie Hush on Netflix, where the girl oh, um, yeah. that movie, can't man, speak. Like so that's much. more or less like a thriller, more or less, but it's still considered horror mm. for me because it's a combination of both. Because she can't speak and she's deaf, so it's like more or less like her senses, mm. just uh, the senses of like feeling and just feeling a person's near you like that that's crazy. that always gives yeah, me the creeps gotta, like, man always. focus oh. so hard on like everything like I, how the fuck can you do that with not hearing shit you know what i mean <clears throat> you gotta be like f- feeling the ground feeling the air you'd be like daredevil or some shit <laughs> <laughs> 
Nah, those are personally like my favorites uh, for thriller slash horror flicks, more or less. Especially something like The Strangers, because that that shit actually like happened. Mm. So, and their reasoning, I'm not gonna say what the reasoning was, but the reasoning behind it was like, yeah, that could fucking happen. People are like that, you know what I mean? Hmm. <clears throat> I 100% agree. Um. So, Alex, do you think there's a repetition not only, like, in movies, but the same thing with gaming? Do you think it's getting unoriginal for gaming right now? I know you play a lot of games. Um, it, it, it's a hard question, I guess. It would be more situational, depending on what type of game. But I do see a lot of trends that go from game to game. Um, but I f- do think that gaming is such a huge medium that at least right now there's there's enough for everybody you know what i mean you can have your own market here with battle royales you can have your own market with like survival horror games you can have your market with like dark soul type of games those fucking hard-ass games um there's just gonna be players that will play them no matter what i think um but if you keep if you pump them out every if there's a new one out like every three months or whatever then you're gonna dry it out and no one's gonna want to play that shit anymore but if you have like three or four games over the span of like two years just in different games not like by the same company or anything and you have like four battle royale big battle royale games or whatever it's sure that's great that's great for the the, the competition and everything but you see it too, too often with like especially with like mobile games trying to co- like um copy that stuff but like all these weird ass fucking battle royale like um knockoffs and shit that's like making it trash you know what i mean you're trashing like the whole the whole market of that that specific um, game type. Yeah, how do you feel? I know that for you, Alex. I know you really like um, the video games that like have um, campaigns and things like that, and and the story mode and co op. How do you feel about all these new games that they're all just leaning towards, like the battle royale? Like I know the new Call of Duty doesn't even have a story mode. It's just battle royale. How do you feel about that? Um, it's not just battle royale. I got like the the regular multiplayer stuff too. Um, all I can say is I hope there's one developer out there that's just looking for like that that's not going to follow that trend and be that one shining spot basically so I'll be like oh shit nice you're not doing the normal stuff let me let me go support you you know what I mean mm-hmm. they have um, like I have a couple games coming up that I'm looking forward to that I aren't following the, those type of trends like borderlands is coming out it's just co-op you know what i mean um even the the new um ghost recon game is coming out it's just like a four-person co-op game they just go around the world looking up terrorist or whatever <laughs> <laughs> but i remember us playing like all those like um online shooters like call of duty and like halo and stuff and then i think <clears throat> for myself i don't want to play that stuff by my alone anymore it's just not fun but playing with a group of friends is always just, you know, you're talking shit, you're, you're having fun. Like, even now we can, like, legally drink. And, you know, I mean, you can just have just great fun, I think, when you have, when you have other people. But, I don't know, I can't play those type of games alone anymore. Yeah, yeah, I know. The, the state of gaming is just so different. <clears throat> but I can't talk to I love but... gaming. Like, they have so many, like, great, like, single-player games, especially on PlayStation. They got, like... Days Gone, which just came out, and I've been playing the fuck out of that. 
and like even last year with god of war that game got fucking great reviews and like all these awards and stuff like i'm not gonna say playstation's ahead of the game but with the single player and like the thing that i'm looking for that's what i'm gravitating towards is that that style even like the new assassin's creed game the last two have been like pretty great i think and they're single player you know what i mean mm-hmm. so the games are out yeah. there to look for them i guess or if that's what you want Yeah, they're not heavily as advertised, like, geared towards, like, one state of the Mm -hmm. art. As opposed, like, before, you had every single single single-player game that was advertised 24-7, as opposed to multiplayer games that weren't advertised. Now it's the complete flip. And I think everyone saw that coming, just because everyone was establishing this whole, um, uh, you know, online little setting where just you and your friends can chop it up. Like, me and David and Victor were talking about Uno. And that little thing right there is just fun. It's just you... It's like you're with your friends, like, in real life, but it's through a game. And if developers are able to just add that stuff in as, like, a side thing, great. Your game is going to be amazing. Like, you're going to have all these different types of people that want different things from your game going to your game but if you're just gonna seclude just online only or whatever then you're cutting out like so many people that want another part of that that um game that they could be having wow honestly if you think about it as well we had the amount of like how can i say this into words i'm trying to find it we saw every single revelation of gaming and I remember us playing on the 360 all the time. We always just talk about, Hey, when's crossplay coming out? And now only like one or two games have like crossplay and they so happen to be those battle Royale mm-hmm. games. Hey, they got Rocket League. And so, Oh yeah, that's right. That's so, a respect on his name. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that game is actually really, Rocket really cool. League. Oh, Rocket League is probably like, a lot. like, just, like hop in, hop out game. Um, for the last that's a, that, that's one of those games where like um a lot of games nowadays i just feel like they require too much of a skill man you can't just hop in and just yeah. like dominate anymore you can't do that anymore people are just so, so dedicated much. to like this one form mm-hmm. of style of playing and everyone has to follow that style because if you don't follow that style of playing you're gonna lose every single time and so far i've bought in rocket league on the playstation 4 and on the switch so Maybe if you guys want to play, I'll get it on the Xbox. I think it's on Game Pass, actually. So if you guys want to play it, I'm down. Because <laughs> hey, I played yes. it. I played it like a while it? back, and it, yeah, it's a really fun game. Dude, me I mean, the... I've seen videos of oh, what some God. people can do, and like, I, I, I don't know how they do it. Shit. I fucking dream of that shit. <laughs> like being so good, like, to, like fly around the 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 field and like smack it from like the ceiling and stuff. But I'm getting. Yeah, I have no idea how they do that. Like, how do people fly a car like that? Like. I don't even know. It takes hours it's and impressive. hours because I'm like I'm. I feel like I'm a caveman still in, in the world of Rocket League. You know, I've been playing for three years. These people are just wow. ahead of the game. They, that's all they play is Rocket League or whatever. But I can't dedicate my. You see life. what I mean? It's like, it's like that. That um, Alex, you have such a diverse uh, gaming catalog that all these people they just buy Rocket League and that's the only thing they have downloaded on their console. Mm-hmm. So it's just that difference. I don't know. No one's. I don't know. It's just for me what I see. 
And people, once they buy a video game, they're playing it for so damn long. I'm just like, how can you still do that? I can only do that with like the COD days and like, you know, like grind on a game for like a year straight. I can't do that anymore. Nah, like, I don't know what it, I, that I, I don't know if it doesn't hold my attention or it's just like, I just want, I, there's so many cool games out now that I don't want to, I don't want to stay in one like same like online mode killing getting killed most of the time you know i'm not even having fun i'm getting shit on most of the time by these people that just play all the time so why not play it a little bit enjoy it and then continue on and enjoy everything else that they have to offer and we're live again for part two of technical difficulties we lost vic there for a second on the on the and whatever you want to call it these days and me and alex were just talking about um how single player games are just so beautiful to look at like with games such as uh the last of us red dead redemption 2 uh oh, yeah was it red dead, red dead redemption 2 yeah i almost said yeah. red dead redemption 4 because i was ready to say <laughs> the playstation 4 um so my brother yeah he he plays all those types of games still um on his console because he doesn't really play online he just plays single player games when he gets back from back home from work and when i was watching him play horizon that I was just amazed as to what this world was. And I'm like, someone created this? Like, I don't know. The creativity aspect of single-player games is at its highest, I think, in my opinion. I think it's awesome. Truthfully, yeah. like, that's where to go for me, at least. That's my, my main thing of, like, single-player. Like, that or if it's, like, a new co-op game that I can play with, like, David or something comes out. But for me, it's mostly, like, single-player. Um, yeah, no, I hear you. Red Dead 2, I fucking, I probably played it for a good, maybe a month it took me to, to beat it. I was taking my time or whatever, playing it, and I felt like a fucking cowboy for the entire month. I was just like, I was telling um, Delaney, my girlfriend, that I, I was trying to act like a cowboy. Like, when I when I wasn't playing it, I was just acting like, a, I'm like, hey there, miss. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't doing that. But I wanted to, though. That's just, I got so immersed into it, I just felt like a fucking cowboy, you know what I mean? Yeah, only if that song by Lil Nas X had dropped back in like late October and November, you really would have felt like a fucking cowboy. (laughs) Ride till I can't no more. (laughs) (laughs) No, but yeah, Alex, I 100% agree with you. It at a point it was like strictly indie games, like towards the tail end of the 360 days, Mm -hmm. and I kind of lost touch with indie games. That's when I. You know, got away from Limbo, and you know that that's like my favorite indie game. But mm-hmm. even so, like I hear there's a lot of good indie games on Xbox One and PS4. Yeah, I don't know so much about the Xbox, but I know that I ended up buying a lot of fucking indie games on the PlayStation just because they were on sale for like five dollars, four dollars, or whatever. So I just I'll buy them whatever. And um, one that has really stood out to me in the like in the past couple of years since I bought the PlayStation was. Um, what was it called? Um, what Remains of Edith Finch? That fucking game is like a... You basically... You, you control like a, a girl and she's going through like her old childhood home. But her home's kind of... Her family's history is kind of weird in that um, like all her grandparents and they all have like individual rooms in the house. But her family kind of has like this weird type of curse that they die off pretty early in their life. And so when a family member dies off, they kind of close off their room. And basically wherever they left off in their life is where 
when you go into that room, that's what you see, like, like what they were like in their life at, up to that point before they died. And um, you can't just like walk into the room. You have to like, it's like a puzzle almost. You have to like find little like passageways into these rooms and stuff. And you, once you get in there, you've, you kind of like see the world through the, um, the person's eyes and it, bro, it took, it was probably like three, three hours and it was just a great ride. Um, my girlfriend Delaney was like watching me and she, even after finishing the game, she was like, damn, like I keep thinking about that game. It's just so the world, I don't know, like the story of the world, everything is just so done so perfectly together. It meshes perfectly. And that's yeah. like what gaming to me is like, I just love that those moments, you're, you're going to have shit moments and everything, but you're going to find these moments that will stick with you forever you know what i mean it's great yeah you were you really immersed into it like mm-hmm. when you when you were able to really immerse into that storyline you know that that's the best feeling and i think anybody can feel like that but they have to actually want to be immersed into it they have to like get away from their life almost like an hour or so you know what i mean it doesn't have to be for four hours but you can play for an hour you play for a half hour but you if you take yourself out of your world for that time you play you're gonna love it way more i feel like Heck yeah, even just like, cause the storyline isn't that good, but just like Gears and Gears of War, like I love that campaign. Like that campaign, Gears 4 kind of messed it up, but Gears 2 and 3, <laughs> that campaign, that storyline, oh my gosh, amazing. Honestly, I probably should have played with you guys back then, but hey, we played a little bit after the fact. Hey, Gears 5 dropping, so. Hey, we yeah, don't know we when it's dropping, that. but it's, it's coming. I don't know when it's dropping. Yeah. <laughs> sometime eventually yes yeah, so <laughs> so, <laughs> so basically um i think that game is coming out the end of this year or if not early 2020 but i think it might be even, december i think it might be right around that yeah even so then what's the next console man like i mean well, they already like um have you looked have you seen the new google thing they're gonna be doing i forgot what no. it's called um i don't remember the name. I'm not gonna look it up right now, but it's a uh, you basically you run it off your your internet and your Wi-Fi, and even the controller it goes from it goes directly into your internet. So you your controller runs off your your Wi-Fi, and um, you're able to stream games from the internet right to your this little device, the, the console, whatever it is. Um, so the way that I, in the press conference they were showing. Like someone watching a YouTube video on like Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and um, on on the video, like there was an option to go and buy or something. So when you go to click on it, you're able to buy the game, and while it's downloading, you can just stream it right there from the page, and then you can play it up until it's downloaded, and then from there, you know, it's gonna run like a lot smoother and everything. But you can play a fucking game, like a, a major game, a 50 gigabyte game streaming it just like that at the press of a button you know what i mean that's fucking crazy yeah i saw that that's that's amazing i think it's called is it stadia something i think stadia. That's, i just yeah, google stadia yeah mm-hmm. um that's like that's pretty cool but you gotta be careful because it's fucking google and they're they're like those evil corporation type of guys you know you can't trust them fully yeah you want they're, to. They're, they're the equivalent to uh that development company ea hey i do hope that consoles don't die out though so what i'm thinking yeah it is one of my fears as well but what i'm thinking what i've reassured myself with is that the next gen of consoles is going to be 
they're gonna have their own market almost i feel like because xbox they've been doing a lot with like streaming and like um basically like reaching out their their own shit to different platforms like with um their partnership with switch and nintendo like they're they have the xbox app on the switch now you can play like minecraft and get achievements for your xbox account um so i think they're going to be doing a lot more with like streaming and not really um single player and disc related folk they're going to be like more downloadable focused and multiplayer um based i think is what i feel the the, the way they're heading towards and, and sony i think they're going to go with like a what they've been doing like single player based and like keeping that physical disc that players want i think they know what they're kind of doing with that and now they have a new partnership with microsoft they, i don't even know like what they're going to go with that um and nintendo they're going to have that portable shit with the switch so i think they're going to have their own separate thing but kind of meet in the middle somewhere hopefully they're gonna have to you know what they're gonna fight google by themselves individually because that's not gonna happen <laughs> i know they have to team up it's like they're each gonna have their own their own themes but yeah they're still gonna, they're still gonna, gonna next gen. yeah they're still gonna be a team up though mm-hmm. which is maybe. weird because i feel like 10 years ago you would have never thought that that would even happen oh hell yeah like, that I wasn't even a honestly thought. it shook me it shook me when Nintendo and Microsoft like collaborated with those ads they were doing, and now you can play your Xbox games on the on the Switch, like Cuphead. That's on the Switch now. You know what I mean? That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Now it might be the norm or whatever, but <laughs> ten years ago, you never seen Nintendo working with Microsoft or Sony and Nintendo and Microsoft working together and playing all t- like it's fucking ridiculous. I think it's crazy. Yeah. I love it. I think that's one sad part though. Like you remember how you used to have the the PlayStation fanboys. Uh, the Xbox fanboys and and now it, that really doesn't happen because everything just people want to keep holding on to that stuff, but it's not. It's a dying. It's a dying type of yeah. Ad. No one really yeah. cares anymore. You know? Everyone. No, no one cares. I don't give a fuck. They got their own yeah. sad life to worry about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's very true. <laughs> yeah, that's another aspect of just like. Um, I kind of compare that to like how media culture is right now. And that's basically what media culture should be doing. Like politics, collaborating together with ideas instead of fucking Nintendo and, uh, you know, Xbox doing the same exact thing, coming together. We have systemic issues in our own country that wouldn't even collaborate ideas, but they just want to go against each other as, you know, PS4. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. You think the United States of America are not united at all? Like, it's the most it's been divided in years. Legit. Like, what the fuck with this Alabama shit and this abortion stuff, too? Like, what the fuck? How? I don't know how the fuck we're able to coexist the way we do without even, like, you. people worry about, like, having wars with other countries. How the fuck can we live in a country that we don't agree with anything? On? Sure. You know, it's, like, every state is divided, basically. You might have somebody yeah. start another, but not really. Another civil war is going to start. <laughs> it's going to be like a fifty-state civil a battle royale or some shit. Like legit. <laughs> Where are we landing, boys? Massachusetts, baby. Where are we landing? Fucking Montana. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, no one cares about Montana. <laughs> Idaho. Oh my god, that shit is great. I mean, that's the scary part too. 
is just that non-collaboration and you see it with gaming now i know it's a complete different fucking extreme here but i like to compare that because you know you said it right on the money alex it's it's not a united states it's like everything is so divided everyone has their own separate laws and it's like why you know just why you know what can save america you have any time right now <laughs> that shit is fucking weed. If everyone just legalizes that shit, no one's gonna give a fuck. Everyone's just gonna be happy. People just gonna be going through their day, and like you know what? It's okay. Living, enjoying life. But now, no, you know what's you know you know what's crazy. So many people wouldn't have been on uh, probation. Less people would have felonies. You know, because like back in the seventies and the sixties, like even the eighties, or even till like the two thousand tens. These people were getting um, fucked. What you might call it? Yeah, like once they were considered a felon, that's it. It was a wrap. It was hard for them to get jobs. Have you seen what the, probation? Have you seen what California is doing though? They're kind of like getting rid of that. They're like redeeming themselves basically by telling everyone that had those felonies, like oh, you're okay now. Like you're not having those fucking felonies and shit. Like that's yeah, pretty great. That's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, hopefully, like, that spreads like wildfire, and it happens, like, a lot quicker. Um, I think a few more states are voting on that type of stuff um, soon, though, which should be good. Yeah, and to all those people who think that, you know, their thoughts on cannabis is, like, very negatively, you know, those are obviously closed-minded individuals, and they don't know what's going on in the behind the holder or the user of a person who's actually using cannabis. So, I mm-hmm. mean... They're just so ignorant and, you know, they want to be so right. And it's just another thing that's happening over and over again in this country of um, I'm right, you're wrong type of thing. Mm-hmm. And you're not and, even like discussing and, issues. Yeah, nobody wants the, the discussion isn't there. It's just it's a right or wrong. No one wants to find that middle. Like it's, it's possible to find the middle in almost everything if you just fucking talk about it and realize that it's not it's. There is a middle point. It's not just right or wrong, do or die, 100% or nothing. You know what I mean? There's always going to be a spectrum. You have to meet somewhere on it, but you can't just, if it's a no, then you can't just be like, all right, fuck it, whatever. You have to discuss about it. You have to solve this problem. You can't just let it be or make it a final thing right right away. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> It's politics and talking, man. It, never it goes. never goes well, and especially with policy making, like you just said, so many states have different laws, and and then you have your federal law that overrides every single state law that just wasn't made. <laughs> like fuck you, whatever you want, we don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, but the federal laws really never even they really never even do anything. Yeah, because yeah, no one really enforces those. Yeah, Yeah, like the um. Uh, those famous actresses and actors who were helping their kids get into school by buying off like the administration oh of the God, school. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Yeah. And fucking like people, they fucking <laughs> morons. You would think after all this time, after it being like in these like comedies, like making a joke of it, you'd be like, all right, how about I not do this? So if one day shit comes up and it's true, I won't go to fucking prison and pay like what, $4 million? Or whatever. Like that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, dumbass kid can't get into a goddamn school. 
<laughs> you know, it's it's actually it's laughable. Like you just said, it's so funny because these people don't listen. And the the girl from Full House, I forget the actress's name, um, the aunt of DJ and Stephanie. If I can, she said, "Yeah, the FBI were very cruel to me. No shit, you're like a fucking criminal. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like so bad." They're going to treat you the same exact way as another person who's not rich. It, like, money doesn't define who you are as to how you're going to get treated. No, the FBI doesn't give a shit. I don't give a fuck. They just want that money. Don't steal that shit from them or they'll fucking get you. <laughs> <laughs> they know where you live. Literally, they know every step of your way, man. That's why it's so funny. Touch that key to put in Pornhub, they're gonna be like, Yo, we, that's why the search is there, bro. The FBI is just watching. <laughs> that's why my cousin, I, I always used to think my cousin was. You ever see those memes? Like, oh my god, I love them. <laughs> they'd be like, typing in like a Pornhub, like search or whatever, and then like, yeah, search or whatever, and like the FBI agent, um, here you go, pal, or whatever, like some stupid shit. <laughs> No, those memes are great. No, the memes with the SWAT team with the music. Oh, yeah. We got them. <laughs> those are the best ones. <laughs> it's like the... <laughs> oh, we got them, boy. <laughs> we got them. But oh, no, um, it's funny. My cousin used to always say this. I always thought she was the craziest girl for saying this. She used to open up her laptop, right? And I used to notice that she used to have a black duct tape over the, her her installed Bro, her integrated camera. And I was always like, what is wrong with you? She's like, there's people watching me. I was like, no, there's nobody watching you. She's like, there's people watching me. I was like, you know what? Now that I'm thinking of it, thinking of it as a 22-year-old, there's probably people watching us through those cameras. Oh, big time. Where they have just like streams of like 47 cameras on just random people in their house like on their computer that's ridiculous yeah. like fuck that and the truth is i was gonna do that shit like a year ago but i've been so lazy that i still haven't done it i can't put fucking duct tape in my- <laughs> i it's so fucking lazy i might see the duct tape in my- at this point no. at this point if they want to see they can see boys <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm not gonna put I'm not gonna put a piece of tape on my phone. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck that. Not my phone. Screw that. But I think I look the ugliest. On they my gonna computer, see my though, so I gotta look pretty pretty fly for them though. <laughs> yeah, for real. You know what I mean? I'm getting haircuts yeah, weekly to the FBI. Yeah, it's you know? FBI the creepy fucking forty year old masturbators that just like stare at people on their fucking laptops. You're like, I don't know. It's just a scary, scary time that we live in, especially in the United States. Live every day with all this fucking terror and like just straight up bad shit. You know what I mean? How the fuck do we go? Like we just have to keep on going, keep our mind like strong. Everyone got to do it, not just us. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a collective effort. Good vibes. If you think about it, we're a global village, man. Especially we're all interconnected to each each country that's, you know, that's placed on this earth. And, you know, I, I just, I just feel like that um, we should all have that mindset of we are all one, like, no matter what you are, like, why do you think people don't want to? 
It's the greed. Yeah, it's the greed. Too. I think it's greed and just they want that power or whatever. They can't have that stuff. Because you can't have if, – if you have everyone happy, you're not going to make as much money as when people are mad. Yeah. That's the real reason. Because remember, why do you think so much wars happen? It's based on the money. Yeah. Have you, it's based like, on the money. How many times – I don't know how many off the top of my head, but you know that the U.S. has – sold weapons to another country that we'd be fighting a war against like two years after or during and then we're still selling them fucking weapons basically that's fucking stupid that's basically not how 9-11 happened and so like we basically gave weapons to bin laden back in the 70s and they were like oh we forgot we were giving it to him <laughs> like and they've been saving them up oh shit maybe we shouldn't have done that <laughs> oh my god like, like, like you know the, the South Park like we're, <laughs> we're fucking sorry yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah literally <laughs> with the BP commercial <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, man. Man. so much bad in the world so much... so much bad in the world you can only laugh yeah. about it and Honestly, like... that's, I find everything funny just for that fact because no matter what there's like certain things you're gonna die war is gonna happen people are gonna fight all this crazy shit's gonna happen people are fucked up no matter what so you just gotta laugh at it I think mm-hmm. yeah and especially yeah especially sending weapons over to another country that you know it's gonna engage into fucking the craziest warfare you possibly ever imagined you're just but like nobody- ah why are we so surprised but we're surprised <laughs> I don't know it just makes no sense to me like you said, like, <laughs> damn, maybe we shouldn't have done that. <laughs> so, so it just draws back to like, just being good morally, man. Like, you can't teach that, but just, just do it. Like, do what's like, not like. Just do it. <laughs> yeah, seriously, like Shia Buff. But I don't know, man. You just, you just got to be a good moral person and just like care for one another and be happy and be happy care for one another and that's pick someone up i think it's great like you can get this message out there in a positive way in a nice conversational way relaxed way Either people just enjoying it like in the right mindset when they're listening to a podcast i would assume and maybe yeah. like these thoughts will flow through the head and the repetition of that will get them into like that the motion into the right the right way i think maybe mm-hmm. No, also Alex. Like, what are your, um, what are your overall thoughts about like these technological uh, like items that are coming out? Like, not just like for like Google Glass and stuff like that, where you just like everything is just like on your wrist or on like your eyes. Do you think that the phone is going to be something of the past within like the next fifteen years? Hmm. I mean. It might be like a iteration of a phone, like something like that. I'm not sure what, where it would go, like what else you can do. So, I mean, you could have like a fucking like implant in your arm or some shit. That's true. Uh, because I, the only reason why I was thinking about that is because like what more can they do with the phone? I mean, I say that now and then we're probably going to see some crazy ass fucking specs that we're about to see on our phone. And we're going to be like, wow. So, yeah, My phone so can that, fucking fly that, now. Like too, basically. So the last Samsung that just came with the ten, they have twelve gigabytes of fucking RAM 
Bro, you can play what? You can stream fucking Steam games off that shit. <laughs> <laughs> like the high end. That's what I'm saying. Twelve gigabytes. My MacBook doesn't even. I got was about to say that too. My Mac got eight. That's one, that's fucking crazy, bro. You can stream Steam games onto your phone, like massive games. It's like the high-end edition. It's like 1,500 or whatever, but like 12 gigabytes of RAM on your phone. <laughs> why? Why? You. Tell me this, though. Tell me this, though. Why do you need to have 60 frames a second on your phone to play a video game? <laughs> like, come on. Like, who, no, honestly, on. Who, who's going to be taking a shit? Who's going to be taking a shit? With a, with their phone playing Call of Duty <laughs> at sixty frames, right, I'd love to know. I probably would. I'm not type of person. All right, well, with the PlayStation Vita, you know the handheld one, you can play like screenplay with your PlayStation. And uh, for the longest time, I would just do that. Like I'd be playing probably MLB or whatever my PlayStation, and I'll just put it onto my Vita and go take a shit, and I'll just be playing it on my fucking on my handheld like while I was doing that. So. Be, like I probably would be that type of person to play a fucking weird ass game on the toilet. <laughs> I respect yeah, that. I though. do respect that as well. I respect <laughs> that energy. That energy is high. I mean, like you're basically taking the phone everywhere you go because that's basically what we already do. We take but it to the bathroom whenever we go. Like, like let's say, like, oh my god, bathroom, like pee break. Like you're gonna be peeing, but like you're in the bathroom, you usually just go right back up to your room. But no, you're just gonna be in the bathroom, staying in there for like until the match ends. <laughs> hey, phones are waterproof. You'd be taking a shower playing Call of Duty. You'd be like, "Yo, fucking Duke, you bitch ass, while I'm scrubbing my nuts, fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> I always just thought about like, uh, also, um, the fly phone. Like, just imagine, like, call Alex. And like you can't find your phone, and it just flies to you. It's it just flies like to your ear. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like like the home, the home um, Alexas and Google Homes and type of shit. That's right. Yeah, it's just gonna be like uh, on your person almost. Because yeah. I already have it in your car now. You saw that? It's like a I don't know if it's an Alexa, but it's it's a partner with Spotify basically for your car. And like speaking you just, of car. Speaking of cars like that, though, have you seen the new self-driving car? Which like, one? You literally just sit back and take a nap. I think it's the new um, luxurious Maybach or something like that. But there's just so much legroom. I don't think that's that should. I think you should have to have your eyes on the road and a hand, like at least one hand on the steering wheel. I don't know. I don't think you should give it full control. At least not yet. That's because what I'm saying. Really- like these things aren't okay. human. They don't have human reaction. Like. I don't know. It's just... I mean, not even that part, but it's just like people are... There's going to be a point in the in time where people aren't going to have to drive anymore. And that's sad. That's very <laughs> yeah, sad. Yeah, I know. Like, you're literally just... Like, you know how much, you know how much I love I driving? driving? Like, come very on now. Little man, I feel. Yeah. And I feel like if you just... I, now, now we're going to have robots... Like a fucking a screen in front of you. You'd be like, is this real life? Am I in the fucking Matrix right now? Like, what's happening? Yeah. Like, these, like, types of, like, times, like, I just think about, like, we're creeping on summer now. Like, I love just, just, like, driving into the sunset of going to the beach and, you know, enjoying, you know, air. Right there. You just give me fucking good vibes right now. (laughs) So, seriously, in the last episode with Billy, we talked about 
how I love just going to the beach for one reason only. It's not one reason only. I have like sub reasons because of the main reason. It's just like the, the sound of water, man. It's mm-hmm. the same every single part of the day. Yeah. It's my favorite, man. I don't know. This just the beach is just like every place, unless it's a shitty beach and you got like a lot of rocks and like like beach. Salisbury. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I hear you, man. Um, just finding that, like, one little spot where you're just saying, okay, I'm going to post up right here and watch Sunset. <laughs> That's, like, my favorite thing to do. And another... What were we going to say? A little bit. What was that? I said the sad thing is where we live, we can only get, like, a little bit of that feeling. We can only get it for, like, part of the year. Yeah. And that, that kind of is what like drives my depression like to the extreme is like the fall in the winter that shit fucking kills me yeah man it's the worst around here especially if you live in new england man shit murders me like i'm not sure i just want to go somewhere like warm all the time you know what i mean i just want that sun that that fucking nice weather that's how that's what gives me life that fucking weather just like gives me the happiness i need yeah it really does. I know. Being, you know, getting that tan, man, it does justice. Yeah. I'm too white. <laughs> Alex, if you think about it, you know how I just talk about um, self-driving cars. I mean, flying cars really won't be, like, a thing either. Everyone's, like, trying to picture about that. And it's cool to imagine, though. It is really cool to imagine because it will avoid so much traffic. But I just feel like flying cars in order for it to be like propelled up into like you know above the ground above like anything that's like moving in one two-dimensional uh location um that is just unbelievable and the only thing my thing is is this that thing is going to be like a helicopter it's going to be so fucking loud because it's like it's so elevated off the ground Nah, you don't know the future. They'll have electric planes or flying cars. Wow. They won't. They won't make no noise. You, you can't. You Ooh. can't be like that airplane though. That almost forgets how to fucking put gas. I don't know if you guys seen that in the news up late, but there was this one plane. I think it was flying out of LAX, and they were like, "Oh, we forgot to um, fill up our fuel. We're gonna have to fly back down." <laughs> like, how the fuck do you forget about that? Like, Get me the fuck off of this plane. <laughs> Like yo, the plane plane's so advanced, but they don't have a a check your gas light. Like, come on, fucking people. Yeah, yeah, no. There's just especially those people, and literally, like these types of comedy shows predict all these stupid shit happening. Like Family Guy, Simpsons, American <laughs> Dad. They predict every stupid scenario. Like these people don't learn from these scenarios. Like more and more people need to uh fucking watch these shows. It's honestly, it's honestly just fucking common sense. Like they're just making it to the extreme and making it funny, which and then turns into real life because people are fucking stupid no matter what. <laughs> deep down, we're all—that's the thing. We're all gonna end up killing each other just because we're like deep down inside of everybody, we're just stupid. <laughs> yeah, and like and most people don't like understand that too, especially, you know, um, our fucking president of the United States right now. This cat thinks Bro, he's fucking smarter. Clown. <laughs> this guy thinks he's smarter than everyone in the world. 
Bro, like, it's the I, funniest oh thing in the world. Dick, what that motherfucker drive me up the fucking wall. <laughs> I just want to like, rip that fucking toupee. Uh, <laughs> yo, I think, yeah, oh, fuck, where did he go? He went to like some southern state and the governor, when he came out of the plane, the governor has fucking Trump socks on with like fake hair on the top. He's yep, like, I saw that. I saw that. It's like, yo, how crazy oh are you? Oh my God. This guy. This guy's a fucking clown. Yeah, he's a legit moron. Like, I he's not for the people. I cannot believe we're fucking presented by this fucking guy. Yeah. It's actually the worst thing in the world. But then again, you, I also just when you because I didn't fucking I didn't vote. So what is that? What is that, that is doing, true. You know? That is true. But like in reality, though, <laughs> like can I really talk Trump, shit? I want to talk shit, Trump, but like I can't talk shit. Trump, Trump. I think we can talk shit because the way the United States works, even if you win by popular vote in the presidential election, you're not going to win. You're yeah. you're represented by an electoral college, and I always thought that's so anti-democracy. Yeah, like it's, a veiled, it's a veiled, like, here, you actually got some freedom, but it's fucking veiled. It's not real. Yeah, it's, like, it's so skewed to, like, that one meeting room of just, like, 10 or 12 people. They're saying, ah, the people are saying they want this president, but no, we can pick this one because we can. Mm-hmm. So, at that point, it just becomes counterintuitive, like, to vote. That That's my reasoning as to why I didn't vote in 2016. And that was my first time. Oh, I still voted. I still voted. My, um, that was my first time ever, um, whatchamacallit, being able to vote was 2016 because yeah, we too. weren't of age to reelect for Barack Obama back in 2012. So, I mean, I don't, it's just, it's so tough. I mean, mo- hey, 2020 coming yeah, up. Yeah, 2020, yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, we just need that guy out of office. Because one thing, like, this man shut down the government for no reason to build a fucking wall. Like, and so the thing is, my uh, Delaney, my girlfriend, she works for the IRS. So yeah. she, like, works for the government and everything. And so she was out of work for, like, uh, I don't know, however long the fucking thing was shut down. Like, And then maybe, like, three weeks before it started back up, they were, like, they became, like, mandatory or whatever. So she had to go back to work. Uh, they opened up like that that specific branch or whatever but like she was out of work for like a month and like a half basically just doing like this chilling yeah but, because but, like, a president hey, decided like, to say i want money if you're not going to give me money then i overrule all of you guys but he's not like that though like he doesn't know like there's policies behind being a president yourself so mm-hmm. he just thought he could do whatever he wanted and he sees that that's happening and he's like, fuck. I just feel like he still doesn't care. He just doesn't care about anything. (laughs) There's a fucking piece of shit. Do you remember when the Red Sox went to the fucking parade? He tweeted a day later that when, when when they went on their winning streak, he's like, ah, look, the Red Sox go to the White House and they start, you know, winning again. Like, bro, you're a moron. You are the biggest moron in the world. Like, <sighs> it doesn't get any worse than that, Alex. Let me tell you. I I can go on forever, and it'll just get me more and more mad. <laughs> no, I hear you. I hate talking about <laughs> that guy, man. It's the absolute so worst. That's why I just laugh at him. Yeah, you just have to laugh at him. And fucking, 
Nah, just follow him on Twitter and you'll be in the mood. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's why. It's... But no, on Twitter, like legit, you you got to think sometimes. Is the president of the United States really saying this right now? Yeah. And you're gonna be like, yeah, he is. This is reality right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's Never this country. He always says, oh, Never. if you want to find a better country, just move out of here. I guarantee you, you won't be as happy. I'm just like, uh, we're like number like 100 out of like registered first world countries that like fucking in terms of happiness. Like, he just doesn't know. He's trash. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's seriously so trash. Big trash. And the, for all of you people who ever voted for him, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I feel sorry for you. <laughs> don't, li- don't listen to him. No, nah, fuck it. This is I'm not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is. No, no, fuck that, fuck that. It's all about love, baby. We inclusive in this bitch. Yeah, man. Everyone just has to find the fair medium and just kind of live your life as Alex has been preaching um, and so on and so forth. Alex, I have one more question for you and um, I think we'll yeah. wrap it up. Um, so, overall, where do you see yourself like in terms of like short-term and long-term goals, like together it like combined, AKA that's basically a long-term goal. Um, where do you see yourself in like 10 or 15 years? Hmm. Or where would you like to be? If I say that correctly, I would say where, yeah, would yeah, I yeah. Like where, where would you like to, uh, where do you see yourself? I would say like, Stable. I just want to be stable. At, at that, at the minimum, I just want to be stable because if I'm able to do that and I'm able to just have a nice life and do my hobbies like outside of whatever I'm, I'm doing and just enjoy my life, that's all I want. I just want to enjoy my life. And isn't that what everybody wants in the end? Like, you just, you're, everyone's gonna die at a certain point. No one knows when. And I, for myself at least, I just want to do the things I love, listen to music. I want to learn how to play music. I want to fucking learn how to make videos. I want to like fucking, I want to build my, my podcast. I want to do all this shit, but I just want to be stable and so I can do all that stuff. You know what I mean? And be, I, that would just make me happy because that doing that stuff makes me happy. Facts. Yeah. I like that. Sometimes, I really do like that. You know, they say money isn't all, and you know, financial freedom is really, really. But yo, I hope. Bucks, a million bucks is a million bucks. I don't care. I'll take that. Exactly. Shit. Will, and if I do that, I will become a hermit. Everyone, someone give me a million bucks, I will go away. I will not say anything for the rest of my life. I will just go, yeah. spend my money around, make more money, fucking relax, chill, fucking. I will. I will become a ghost. No one has to deal with me. I'm. Just, leave me alone. That too. <laughs> <laughs> I got many things. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Absolutely, man. No, I hear you. Sometimes you just, sometimes you just need to get away and, and, and truly find that peace. And sometimes it is the money. Sometimes it's not, but you know, you always find that balance. And I think you really hit that on that point, just being stable and finding that neutral ground. And I think everyone wants to find that. 
Yeah, and having people that sort of, like you surround yourself with good people, and that's a plus too. Yeah, absolutely, right on. Well, thank you guys yeah, for man. joining in again. Great. <laughs> and thank and thank, thank you, you, Alex, for being a guest. Another, another great episode. time because you know. <laughs> We'll just text them and give them a <laughs> shout out and stuff. Make sure you guys listen to Making Good Spaghetti. Um, yeah, we get better every episode, you know. Just learning every day. Absolutely. Not a good time. Vic, I got a message. Vic out here, you know. You know, he's becoming a nurse soon. <laughs> shout out, Vic. You got me head nurse in the country right now. <laughs> yes, sir. Let's go. Seriously. <laughs> All right, Alex. All right, Vic. Thank you guys so much. Have a good day, guys. Always.